How's it going? It's going okay. Hey. 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 It's 2021. Yeah. So, Dan, what have you been doing the last eight months? Has it been eight months since we did one of these? Probably. I don't even remember. Yeah. Uh, did we do one in April last year? We probably did one in March for the anniversary of starting it, and then we didn't do any more. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, you know, I've just been working and facilitating. Facilitating? Uh No, facilitating uh, school for our young one. Yes. Our spawn. No, she's not. She's a beautiful child. Come on. Isn't a spawn just you can't like call a child spawn? I'm not talking like Todd McFarlane's spawn. Well, I mean that's a connotation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So pandemic, mm-hmm. clearly. Yeah. There's that. Well, staying home, you'd you'd think we'd have more time uh, to do this. Well, I mean, we do. We have a lot of time, but then also we don't. It's weird. No, I have no no real time. I mean, you do have some time. You have work. You have school. There's weekends. There's evenings. There's sometimes. I'm not saying there's a lot of it. Okay. <laughs> Tell me how how to spend my time. I don't yeah. ever. But all right. Anyway, let's move on from that. Um. Yeah, we're back, and we're going to talk about a cryptid, and I chose one from my hometown, mostly Dan's hometown, mostly. 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 <laughs> Why is it mostly? Well, I mean, you lived a few different places growing up, but the sure. longest was was around this area. Was it now? I want to believe, well, when you were growing up, okay? <laughs> when you were growing up. <laughs> I've probably lived in Portland the longest. Well, clearly now, yeah. Huh. But So, do you know any uh, cryptids from the um, Oregon coast? Specifically? Yeah. Mm. Uh, Not off the top of my head. I mean, not besides like, you know, Bigfoot. I mean, we have Bigfoot, Big Feet. Bigfoot, yeah. I know. We haven't covered Bigfoot here because, I mean, that's a big one. (laughs) No pun intended. It's everywhere. Yeah. There's so many stories. I don't even know how how to tackle Bigfoot. Properly, and we have a museum for Bigfoot here. Yeah, I know, but we haven't been. No, but I mean, we haven't been anywhere. No, (laughs) but uh, I mean, I think we 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 were kind of planning on going, and then you know, pandemic shit happened. Yeah, and continued to happen. But hey, it's twenty twenty one. Things are gonna uh, turn around. Turn around. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, whoa. You started it. Turn around, bright eyes. Okay. 
okay, they didn't come here to listen. Well, they, like we have an Ooh. audience. <laughs> they didn't come here to listen to us sing a great song. I'm p- people probably don't even remember that we exist. It's N- been a while. Well, no, because, yeah, we're awful at doing this. That's okay. It's not a job. It's not no. an obligation. We no. don't do it for... I mean, we don't make any money doing this. And, and that's cool. It's cool. So, anyway, we're going to talk about a cryptid um, that is from the mouth of the Columbia River, namely Astoria, but has been seen down the coast or up the coast as well. Is it called Big Mouth? No. No. Usually no. when something is in the water, it... Someone calls it Big Mouth. Mm-hmm. Well, not this one. This one actually goes by two or three different names. Nematode. It's not a nematode. Okay. That would have been cool, though. Um, so, yeah, the mouth of the Columbia River, which is the fourth largest river in the U.S. Don't you know? I wrote that in my notes. Don't you know? You wrote don't you know in your no, notes? No, the fourth largest river. Don't you know? <laughs> don't you know? Nice. Um, so we're talking about Colossal Claude. Have you heard of Colossal Claude? Mm, I don't know. You don't know? Okay. I don't know. I, I mean, I, it's been a while since I've been to the coast. I don't typically talk to um, fishing folk. Because that's all the coast yeah. people are, is fishing folk. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Colossal I mean, Claude, he's also known as the Columbia Bar Sea Serpent, but he's more famously known as Colossal Claude because it, it's clearly a better name. Is, um, he, is he a Claude, though? Like, like what kind of, like, Claude? I don't know. Are you asking if he's French? Claude? Claude. I don't. I don't know. Maybe is he a Jean Claude? <laughs> Probably not. Van Damme. Um, okay, so Colossal Claude. We are gonna just jump right in. Okay. He's been described as forty foot long, with an eight inch, eight eight foot neck. Not eight inch. Eight <laughs> inch would make him vastly different. Right, that means just horribly disproportionate. <laughs> He's 40 feet long, but he's only got an 8-inch neck. Um, Big round body, a mean tail. It's mean. I don't know what makes it mean. And an evil, sneaky head. Um, Other people have called him long, hairy, and tan with the head of an overgrown horse. So, okay. So, some people say he has a snake head. Other people say he has a snakey, horse. Snakey. Snakey head. So is that like forked tongue or like? Uh, I don't know. Oh. Uh, he's also been described as an aquatic giraffe um, n- with a neck and maned head 15 feet above the water and that he was actually 55 feet in length, not 40. Other people have said he's got a head like a camel. With some coarse gray fur, glassy eyes, and a bent snout. So he looks kind of like a horse. I mean, a giraffe, a camel, and a horse all have kind of like similar 
snoots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a like a sea serpent horsey guy. Like a water horse. A water horse. Huh. Hmm. And he's also been described as having barnacled ridges. So, sightings. And we'll get into some of the folklore in a little bit, but sightings. Are March. barnacles just like muscles? Like, is is that what they are? Like barnacles? Yeah. They're yeah. They're some kind of sea life, right? Yeah. It yeah. Barnacle. Like blubbery barnacle. I don't think bar- barnacles no. are blubbery. <laughs> they're they're coarse. No, I know that was like a. A pirate name-calling session. Blubbering? I thought it was blistering barnacles. Oh, you, yeah, that's a better one. But that wasn't like a name. Cleo, knock it off. Sorry, we, uh, and since the last time we did this, I we've acquired a cat. And it is being rambunctious. Okay, carry on. All right, so the first recorded sighting of Colossal Claude March of 1934. There are two ships on the Columbia River, which isn't a lot of ships because usually there's way more ships than that. But In these two sh- <laughs> these two ships were called the Light Ship and the Rose, and they had an encounter with Colossal Claude. The Rose, Cleo, stop that. Sorry, cat. The Rose was bringing an alternate alternate crew to the light ship when they spotted the sea serpent. L.A. Larson was the Rose's first mate and described it with the eight-foot neck, not the eight-inch neck. And um, Jay Jensen of the Rose thought its head looked like a camel. So that's where those two descriptions came from. Mm. Um... They both see this sea serpent. They're like, whoa, check that out, basically. And they want to get a, like get in a little boat and go get a better look at it. So, like, they, so they go from their big boat to a little boat. They want to. They're like, we got to go check out that sea serpent, clearly. All right, so we're safe up here in our big boat. Let's get in a skiff and uh, go check out this big sea life that we know nothing about. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's okay. what they want to do. Larson and Jensen, they they want to get in the little boat and they want to get a better look. Those are also two very Astorian names. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but officers higher up than they um, thought that, you know what? That sea serpent is big enough that it could just tip your little boat over. So you're not doing that. And they put the kibosh on their little endeavor to go get a better look. Um, I wonder what would have happened had they been able to go. It's kind of... Hmm. Well, either nothing. Either or nothing <laughs> or... Or, yeah, kapow. they definitely needed a bigger boat. You're going to need a bigger boat. Um, crew from the light ship gave it its name. So that's where Colossal Claude came from. It's the light ship crew that gave it that name. Um, but the newspapers at the time didn't really write a lot about it because, like, apparently they didn't want to have any fun. Um, so, uh, crew, the crews watched it with binoculars instead of getting closer. 
But there is an article I found somewhere that said it was rumored to have driven one crew member insane. How? It doesn't say. (laughs) But how insane? (laughs) Like, was he kind of crazy beforehand? And then, like... It really doesn't say. It just says... It drove one crew member insane. It doesn't say if it if it was more insane mm. than he already was. Or it was just the, the straw that broke the camel's back. Yep. Mm-hmm. Colossal clod. The camel horse. The camel-faced horse <laughs> that dropped the straw that broke the camel's back. <laughs> um, so there was that sighting, and then around the same time, like other local fishermen are, you know, rip reporting their sightings saying that he broke their nets and and raided their lines and so he's just bad luck for all the fishermen out there um i mean it's like they were just storing food for him though so right? <laughs> they they were doing all the hard work for him yeah he's he's gotta do what he's gotta do well it's like when you know they're like those dang sea lions and like, well you you left the fish in the water, so. <laughs> exactly. Free meal. Um, so in June of that same year, so March was when the two ships made the sighting. June of that year, a carcass washes up on Long Beach Peninsula, which is a little ways from Astoria. It's up in Washington rather than Oregon, but it's not that far away. Just a hop and s- a skip across the river. Right, go across that five-mile bridge and then drive a little bit more. Probably Um. a half hour. (laughs) And this carcass was really large and people thought that maybe it was Colossal Clod, but other probably more practical-minded people thought it might have been an oarfish or a whale shark instead. Although whale sharks and Colossal Clod... They don't seem all that similar to me, so... Also, a whale shark is massive. (laughs) Like, bigger... Well, unless it was, like, an infant whale shark, and even that, like... The whale whale shark is, like, five school buses or something like that. Mm Mm-hmm. Way bigger than what they described. Bigger than 40 to 55 feet. Yeah. Pretty sure. You should uh, you should check that factoid you just put out there. Maybe I will. <laughs> Make sure it's accurate. Because uh, this show is all about facts, clearly. Um, so, yeah. So, they thought, oh, maybe it's Colossal Claude or maybe it's not. Um, I didn't find any pictures of this carcass. So, no. it'd be neat if there were some pictures out there. I I didn't find any. Whale shark. Uh, apparently, I am wrong. <laughs> okay. Uh, a whale shark uh, length is 18 to 33 feet. Um, they are 41,000 pounds. Okay. Okay. So, the size that? could have been, but I still feel like a whale shark is different than the description of Colossal Claud. Well, yeah. I mean. By a lot. So, I'm going to say it was, probably wasn't a whale shark. Um. Moving on, th- there's 1937. So now we've jumped a few years. 1937. Crew from the fishing trawler Viv. 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 Um, reported sighting the creature at close range. 
Captain Charles Graham. And I tried looking up Captain Charles Graham and all it brought me to was like a charter boat in Mississippi. So maybe it's the same family and they moved from one coast to Mississippi. But I don't know. Probably not. So anyway, Captain Charles Graham thought of it as having the head of an overgrown horse. So he, unlike Jensen and Larson, thought it looked more like an overgrown horse head instead of a camel head. Um, anyway, Claude ate his ate their fish while they watched. Because Claude's a jerk and he's just going to eat their fish and let them watch that. <laughs> Go Claude. Um... So that was one sighting, and then again, three to four months later, is a bit more of a sighting. So there's this married couple, the last name of White, and they are, I don't know, vacationing maybe, and they're on the coast of Oregon, and they're actually at a place called Devil's Churn, um, which... I believe it's in Link- Lincoln County. It's in the Susla National Forest. Um, just a little little inlet uh, on the coast. And they saw what they described as an aquatic giraffe. So <laughs> Claude in his giraffe form, I guess. They see this creature start to go south. So they're like, heck, Let's go south, too. (laughs) So they get in the car, and they drive south, and um, they end up going to Hasita Head, and that's where they see it again before they lose sight of it. So they see it at Devil's Churn, and then they see it at Hasita Head. Kind of neat, kind of interesting. They do a little road trip to try to keep it in sight, which is admirable. Um, Too bad they didn't get any pictures. (laughs) Right. <laughs> Would have well, been nice. Yeah. Nineteen thirty-seven. I'm sure there were cameras. There were cameras then. Come on. Easy. Easy. Yeah. Okay. So the white couple, and then the next encounter isn't for another couple years later. It's in April of nineteen thirty-nine, and it's another fishing boat. Surprise, surprise, because this is an aquatic animal. Um, crew of the fishing boat Argo, and it's got a captain named Chris Anderson. Any relation? Mr. Anderson. <laughs> uh, Chris Anderson, know, 1939 maybe. fishing boat captain. Who knows, really? <laughs> um, Chris Anderson, Captain Anderson, says it passed them within 10 feet of them. Ooh. Which is pretty close. If you're on a ship and there's something 10 feet away from you in the water, like, yeah, that's that's not far away. Um, A crew member grabbed a boat hook to poke it. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, this thing in the water. I better uh, (laughs) see what's going on. I'm not going to let it just swim by and do its thing. I better (laughs) agitate it. Because, you know, I like nothing more than when I walk by someone I don't know. Um, the, you know, uh, what I really want is for them to poke me with something sharp and rigid that's going to like maybe break my skin. I don't know. Yeah. 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 So yeah, that movie like, let's, let's poke it. 
But Captain Anderson is a, a man of, of good heart, and he stopped that crew member. He's like, no, you're not going to poke it. it. It could sink our ship. Like, let's, let's not be doing that. Have you ever heard the saying, don't poke the bear? Exactly. Well, this is don't poke the clod. So Don't poke the big thing in the ocean. <laughs> River. I don't know. Where are we? <laughs> the captain described it with a bent snout. And said it managed to grab a 20-pound halibut from their lines. That's a big halibut, right? <laughs> yes. That's a decently sized halibut. I'm no, I'm no fisherman. But that, that's a large, that's a large fish. I know, I know fish can get pretty big, though. Um, so after this sighting... Really, there's not any big sightings for a while. Um, and this next part is where we're gonna we're gonna say this is potentially another nickname of Colossal Claude, or maybe it's a different serpent. But I'm pretty sure it's probably one of the same. What is that look on your face? A halibut can grow up to eight feet long and five feet wide. And weigh 500 pounds. Well, that is way bigger than you. <laughs> yeah. That's, <laughs> That's like, way bigger than you thought. Huh? Yeah. I thought like... So a 20-pound halibut is really just a baby. That's just a... Yeah. That's just a fish. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> wow. Okay. Carry on. <laughs> So like I was saying, um, this next little tidbit is either a yet another name for Colossal Claude and how it got its origin, or um, maybe a different serpent. I'm betting it's not a different serpent, but hey, who knows? Let's let's dig in. So 1963. So we've gone from 39 to 63. So that's a pretty big jump in years. The Shell Oil Company recorded a video that shows a 15-foot animal with barnacled ridges swimming. They called him Marvin the Monster. So there's your other nickname. Marvin the Monster. Marvin the Monster. And he swam in a corkscrew fashion. And actually, if you Google Marvin the Monster... There are still two um, stills from that video that exist out there, but the s- video itself has supposedly been lost. So take a peek at Marvin the Monster if you if you care. Um, that is kind of interesting little little photos. Make of them as you will. Um, and then, are you, are you going, are you looking? I was, but, and, did you not find? Well, no, I, I just, I wasn't sure, I, but I, I didn't want to derail by <laughs> bringing it up. Oh, well, you know, I'm full of derailment. hmm So. Oh, <laughs> there's also books called Marvel the Mo- Monster that pop up quite readily. I think you'd have to search, like, cryptid or something like that. 
Um, anyway, so 1963, Shell Oil Company, Marvin the Monster. 1989, and this, I believe, is my last encounter that I have. Um, 1989, a fishing crew had their net snag. And that snag started pulling the bow bow of their sh- I had to think about that. <laughs> the bow? <laughs> the bow. Oh. <laughs> the bow of their ship down. Captain Donald Rizwick, and I tried Googling that name too, and it did not pop up much of anything. Um, but Captain Rizwick finally got the net pulled in, and there was a hole in it. Uh-oh. The net itself had been dragged at 30 feet deep and was hundreds of feet long. So I think the um, the thought there is that whatever snagged that net pulled their ship down a little bit and then made a hole where it had to have been really massive. That's what I get from that anyway. Okay. Um, so yeah, that is the last uh, encounter that I could find of Colossal Claude. Now, some of the folklore surrounding him um, or some of the theories about what he could be there are some people that think, well, he's probably just a species of jellyfish. Now, does that make any sense at all to you? No, not at all. Exactly. Have you seen a jellyfish? <laughs> they don't have a spine. <laughs> they don't have a bent snout either. So no. I don't know what those people are on thinking it could be a new species of jellyfish, but I doubt that. Um, there's another train of thought that it could be a form of elasmo branch. Elasmo branch? Yes, which is a cartilaginous, a cartilaginous fish of a group that comprises the sharks, rays, and skates. So they're thinking it could be related to them. Hmm. Um, which, you know, that could be a good theory, potentially. Um, do you have a theory? Because there's another theory that a lot of people think. Nessie. (laughs) Well, (laughs) you know, the ocean, which, you know, the Columbia, like, feeds into. Right? Or does the ocean go into the Columbia? I guess if the ocean went into the Columbia, the Columbia would be salt water. I don't know. (laughs) These bodies of water are connected. They are connected. Therefore, big, large creatures can just cruise their way in, hang out for a while, and cruise their way out. Mm -hmm. I mean, we don't know everything that's in the ocean. (laughs) There, it's alarming how much we don't know what's in the ocean. (laughs) Yeah, I mean... There's like, parts of it that are very deep that we can't go to. We haven't even seen like the bottom of the deepest part of the ocean because yeah. of how deep it is. So like who's to say what's down there? I mean, whales and sharks make their way into the Columbia. Like mm-hmm. any I mean, it's could be anything. Yeah. Yeah. So like Nessie, um, they do think like Maybe it's a colony of plesiosaurids from the Cretaceous period, which was 66 million years ago. Mm -hmm. That's a theory. You know, I mean, Nessie, 
if Nessie's out there, why can't there be more? Why can't there be more? I mean, gators. Gators? Dinosaurs. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's also a theory. It's maybe it's just a, maybe it's a dinosaur that survived and. And then didn't because some jerk's net strangled it to <laughs> death and now it's on the bottom of the Columbia somewhere. Well, and see, there's a theory as to why it's not seen as much anymore. And that is because, like, some people have connected the sightings, like, the prevalence of sightings with the spring Chinook salmon season that happens around around the area. And in 1937, the Grand Coulier Dam was built which Couillet? like dave Couillet? <laughs> i don't know if i Cut said that it right out. i know <laughs> um cooley grand cooley that's oh. cooley right cooley it's cooley not I, I i was definitely thinking Couillet. cut it out yeah mm-hmm. Ooh. so that was built and then that destroyed the river salmon fisheries so that may have caused Oh. Colossal clod to migrate elsewhere for food. Sure, cut off your, you know food supply. Food things gonna go somewhere else mm. or die. Mm-hmm. And if it is a dinosaur, it's probably just gonna go somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> I've been along around this long. <laughs> ain't gonna it's stop okay. Here. I got another hole. I got another fish right? hole. There's probably all kinds of holes in the. Gr- oh, you're you're just. I but I mean, there's yeah. a you sure go with that whole theory. Well, I mean, the ocean is very deep. <laughs> <laughs> We've not seen all of it. True. Holes. Um, pop culture literature. There's an av- author, Michael Newton, that may have wrote a book or mentioned Claude in a book. I did not do my homework on him because there's a question mark after his name. So, <laughs> sorry. And then Peter Carnes is a Portland writer. Um, and I think in 1967, he said Claude was in the running with Scotland's Loch Ness Monster. So, he was up on his uh, sea serpent monsters, I guess. I don't so, know what Claude else. was as, as like prevalent in lore as Nessie? For a time? That's what this Peter Carnes was saying. Hmm. He was saying he was in the running with, with Nessie. Um, I don't think that a lot of people do know about Claude. So I saw I, a newspaper. I don't, I don't think it's accurate to this day, but maybe back then. Yeah, I mean, you say the Loch Ness Monster, and people are like, oh, yeah, yeah. Marvin the Monster. And people are like, oh, man, I love Looney Tunes. <laughs> Okay. Um, so where I got my info, I got it from the newsguard.com, cryptids.fandom.com, werewolves.com. Oh, right. That sounds <laughs> very... To contrive and jive.wordpress.com, organlive.com, dailyhistorian.com, cryptomundo.com, and... Oh, Daily Historian again. So... There are my sources, and if you care to know, but that's where I got my info on Colossal Claude. So, 
all of that. Do you, what's your uh, what's your Yeti rating for for old Marvin the Monster Claude here? What was the scale again? Like, Yeti. was it one to ten, or was uh, it? Yes, it was a one to ten Yeti scale. Okay, okay. It's been a long time. I, I couldn't remember. Uh, you know, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go eight. Eight. Yeah, things in the water. I. I f- I find, you know, it can be more believable because water, water. There's a lot of it, and it's deep, <laughs> and I don't like it. So, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I believe there are big creepy things in the water, and occasionally they come out and are like, "Whoa, people are creepy too," and then they're like, <laughs> "Bye." Peace out. Yeah. Thanks for all the fish. Thanks for all the fish. I I'd say that's a pretty good rating. I might actually agree with you because I do think a cl- a Claude could exist somewhere and you know, travel around quite a bit. Could be a distant cousin of Nussie. So I think eight is a is a fair yeti to give. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I concur. I concur. I mean, I, I'll, you know, well, I granted I didn't go to the ocean all the time, but in however many years that I, I don't know where I'm going with this. Anyway, that you I've, lived by yeah, it. I'd only ever seen whales out there once, and this was I like a f- just a few years ago where I saw the whales spouting. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And besides in what 1990 something when I saw the animatronic whale uh, go by on a truck uh, when I lived in Hammond. Free Willy. Yeah, used <laughs> the the jetty over there by my grandparents' place. Yeah. That's that's kind of a fun little bit of pop culture right there. Um yeah, Colossal Claude. I you know, growing up I didn't really think about Colossal Claude. I, I'm sure I probably heard his name, but it wasn't like big on my radar you know i didn't i didn't see any creatures in the water really and we watched fireworks over the water all the time so um but there was there was another like i guess more of an urban legend from out that way that like i got thinking about a little bit do you do you recall any other like urban legends from that general area like no, no, not besides like the woods or something out in in Brownsmead. Ooh, what what about the woods in Brownsmead? I don't remember. Oh, but what, you, you it can't was just like leave me with that. <laughs> something witchy. I don't know, meham or something like that. Meat ham. I don't know. Hmm. It may have just been people talking baloney, but it still sounds really interesting, even yeah. if it is baloney. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember much about it other than so that. So, did you never hear of the Bandage Man? The Bandage Man. Yeah. Uh. Maybe. I don't know. I don't remember a lot of adolescence. He's like, I guess he's closer to Cannon Beach. Kay. But um, the Bandage Man is like a creepy guy that wanders the road like 101. 
it actually there's Bandage Man Road, which was old 101. You know okay. how they like circumvent, and yeah. then you just have Highway 30 or old Highway 30. Well, this is old 101. He hangs out around there, and he'll jump into cars. And if if two lovers are parked somewhere along there making out, he'll he'll get in the back of the truck and freak you out and rock your truck and makes you drive off and then he disappears gotcha yeah <laughs> it, legend has it that you know he's he's bandaged because he was a logger that came to a horrible accident mm-hmm. and you know they had to bandage him up and he was either bandaged from that or he got in a horrible accident accident they bandaged him up got him in an ambulance to take him to the hospital and then a landslide um, brought that ambulance down and when everybody came to he was gone oh yeah bandage man spooky bandage man (laughs) you just turned the tv on did i yeah spooky (laughs) so yeah i remember like when i was in high school and stuff i remember like Talking about Bandage Man occasionally, not like all the time, but I do. He's one that I recall. It, it, I mean, it, it's very likely uh, that I have heard of this Bandage Man. We did run in the same circle. We did. I don't say circles because there weren't men, there weren't circles. There were circle. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Don't remember. Fair enough. Well. I guess that's all I have. Um, it'd be really cool to just do like little, little hometown urban legendies episodes sometime. Although I don't know a lot of other hometown local legends, um, but you know, something to think about. If anybody listens to this and wants to reach out to our <laughs> Instagram or Facebook, um, feel free. I'll probably check it. So, although I haven't checked the email in a long time. Oh, yeah. There's an email. There is an email. I've never checked it. So I've checked it occasionally. At one point, we did have a suggestion from somebody on email. It was for the Snallygaster episode. Oh, right. The Snallygast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that was fun. That was kind of cool to have. I don't remember what he was, but <laughs> or they was. It, it was a cool. It was a cool cryptid for sure. Um, I still think my favorite's the Billywhack. Billywhack monster. That was like our first episode, I think. First or second. Anyway, um, that's it. Colossal Claude. Check it out. Check him out. Or Bandage Man, you know, go to Cannon Beach, get a Bandage Man t-shirt. They sell them there, I'm pretty sure. I mean, you you go to Seaside and Cannon, Cannon Beach and there's like, a t-shirt shop t-shirt shop every like 10 feet i think one of them even has like an animatronic shark that you can ride like the the bucking bull ride that's fun yeah (laughs) all right so yeah check us on our uh, social apps if you care and uh we'll try to do this again not too I mean, I don't make any promises, but hopefully not a year from now. Hopefully sooner. We'll see. (laughs) We'll see you in about a year. Thanks for (laughs) listening. Bye.